Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Um, I want to invite my friend Kyle Curley into the conversation for just a second. We're going to be going to Lieutenant Mark Schlum from the CB base here in just a second. He's the Gulfport Security Director. Terrific. I look forward to that terrific conversation. But, you know, we learned the last time we had a guest from the CB base that Kyle's dad was a CB, <laughs> and that's what brought Kyle to coastal Mississippi. I have interviewed, I can't tell you how many people from the CB base, and it, Kyle did not bring that to my attention until the last guest. How is that possible that we didn't that we didn't connect on that, Kyle? I, I don't really always talk about myself. Um, it just, yeah, that's what happened. Um, it was his last station before retirement. He chose... Uh, Gulfport. We ended up moving to Long Beach in what, 1976. Still here. Uh, <laughs> wow. I yeah. mean, where where was your dad orig- originally from? Illinois. Wow. Uh, couple, about so... a, two hours west of Chicago, small town of uh, Bureau, Illinois. Like population, maybe four to six hundred, depending on yeah. which summer you're taking that census. But you know. You know, you and I have talked about this many times that people come through the CB base, they go all over the world, and so many choose to come back to Gulfport to retire. Uh, you heard me in my conversation with Leonard Papani said the number of people who have you know come through the CB base and now work for the city of Gulfport and really work all over the coast. It's it's cool that they you know one after the other, including your father, choose this as a place to settle in, is isn't it? Yeah, you know when I hear all the different locations, the you know couple of that. You really stick out, you know, Road to Spain, Guam, uh, Newfoundland. My dad was had been all of those places all before I was born. Yeah. I have a brother and sister that's nine and ten years older than me, so they really got to see see the world more than I did. Um, yeah. I was born in Okinawa, don't remember it, moved from there to Millington and then down here, so... I wow, vaguely so remember Millington. I, I, what, I, I get feedback from people who say they really appreciate us spending time talking about the military as we humanize, you know, the people behind, you know, the uh, the uniforms. Yeah. And as it relates to the CB base, you pointed it out just then. Your dad had been all all of these all these key places. But as I, I always remind people that that uh, CBs are 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 dispatched literally all over the world. Some of the places we can talk about, some of the places we can't talk about. Some of that's military, some of that's humanitarian. It's incredible, really, when you think about it. Well, somebody's got to build the camps. Somebody has to yeah. build, build the roads. I mean, yeah, and, and most and of those soldiers aren't going to do it themselves. <laughs> yeah. But as uh, Leonard Papania said, the CB base and the people on the CB base are great citizens of Gulfport, and they have a great partnership with the city of Gulfport. We're going to shift gears now, but anyway, thanks for finally bringing that to my attention. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So, so let's bring my, my guest into the conversation. This is Lieutenant Mark Schlum, and he is the Gulfport Security Director. And uh, you know, you think, man, Mark, you think about you think about the responsibilities you have. They're pretty significant because it's a base that has all kinds of requirements from a security point of view. And we'll talk a little bit about that here in just a second. But welcome to Coast View, my friend. Thank you, sir. Happy to be here. Thank you. So where are you originally from, Mark? 
so I grew up in Huntington Beach, California, and it's where I uh, finished up high school. And believe it or not, there was a surf class at zero period by our football teams and baseball teams that we have here. So I had an opportunity to do that in high school and, and joined the Navy about a year out. Um, spent about nine months uh, working in different shipping and receiving and uh, wanted to find an opportunity to get some more experience, serve the country, and elected to join the Navy. Yeah, so, okay, so prior to you landing here in your current security director role, where all have you been? So I've been in the Navy for 16 years, and I was enlisted for 10 years um, before I got my commission back in 2017. Um, all in security force community, we, re we refer to it as Master Arms or Military Police. Um, started off going to Great Lakes, Illinois, where a lot of Navy personnel have their boot camp. Um, did a follow-on training down in Lackland Air Force Base, which is over in San Antonio, Texas. That's another couple months. And then that was a preparation to get me overseas my first assignment, which was over in Bahrain in the Middle East. I spent two years in the Middle East, four deployed from there uh, during Operation Iraqi Freedom and During Freedom. Um, that's from 06 to 08. And uh, I got a, lot of, a chance to do a lot of protection operations on board ships and port calls and, and different ports that we would serve in. Um, so from there, I took my uh, went down to San Diego. They sent me back to the Middle East again. <laughs> so I uh, had a chance to do the same mission, just in a different capacity uh, for another few months. Um, that was in, in 2010. Um, took a weapon station over in Seal Beach, California, and then kind of uh, shifted gears where they sent me to an island called Diego Garcia. And that's in the middle of the Indian Ocean. And actually, that's, that was my first experience working with CBs out there because that's when I had an opportunity to put on uh, Chief Petty Officer and the gentleman I was going through um, training with was a builder chief. So he, he taught me some uh, some skills and abilities there with woodworking, which I'm a personal fan of as well. And um, that was a one year on a company tour in, in an island that's about 36 miles uh, long. It's a small community, great opportunity there. Um, pretty diverse in the community. I've, I've probably been to about 20 different countries in my time in the service. Um, did a deployment on John C. Stennis. That's a carrier strike group uh, with USS John C. Stennis. That was a more recent uh, deployment I had in 2019. Um, last port call was in uh, Marseille, France. So wow. So if you, as you look there. back, yeah. yeah, as you look back on the places you've been, what like left the most significant lasting memory for you? So for me, it's the people. I mean, that we have such a diverse community of um, not just. Um, you know, personnel throughout the U.S., but, you know, we have, we have personnel that are from all different backgrounds um, coming from overseas or looking for certain uh, citizenships or um, just a really diverse culture and the, the passion of serving country, becoming a family, having the training and, and experience to carry out whatever mission set we have is truly remarkable. Um, I'm not a CB myself, but we get to serve with the CBs here on, on Gulfport, and it, it is awesome. It's awesome. You know, the other thing, the other thing I would say that I often hear this from uh, folks who have come through the CB base because you've had the opportunity to see the world. The world is really small, isn't it? At the end of the day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is that is so that is really dynamic. Uh, have you have you been through Gulfport before? Is this your first time here? No, sir. So uh, we checked in a year ago. So uh, next week or, you know, in, in May will be my one year mark um, in, in Gulfport coming from California. We did a drive across country with the family. I brought uh, my wife, three kids here with me as well. And uh, we did the, the, the road trip from California all the way down here to Gulfport. And we wanted to experience the culture, the uh, the environment. Um, 
experienced the Southern hospitality, which has been uh, remarkable. Um, I'll say, for, first off, good food, good people. That's why that was my initial assessment coming here, and um, we're happy to be here. Well, that's cool. That's cool. So, yeah, I mean, we hear that all the time. What What was your impression of this place before you got here? We didn't know what to expect coming coming here down to uh, Mississippi, but I, I, we definitely wanted to experience the South. Um, experience. We, we always hear about the Southern hospitality, and I will say it, it still holds true. Um, you know, from you know, even till today, uh, food is phenomenal, and the people are great. You you mentioned during the, during the conversation about naval security force, and then of course you have anti uh, uh, terrorism training team as well. But you know. Uh, the, <laughs> You've really, if you think about what what happened on on September the 11th and the way the world has changed, the the, the amount of training that you have to participate in to do the role that you have today, man, the world um, the world is a different place than it was 30 years ago, and uh, the amount of training that you've been required to participate in and that the people who report to you participate in is very significant, isn't it? Yes, sir. And I lived through that. I'm glad you brought up 9-11 because I was sitting in my classroom with my teacher watching the news when that happened. It definitely resonated with me. And I think that's what pulled me to serve in the country when I, you know, less than a year out of high school. Um, I found it as an opportunity to travel, you know, provide service and that never went away. So the training experience took very seriously um, going through uh, different opportunities, whether it's with expeditionary or service forces or working with installation security. Um, when I joined the Navy, I had five options, you know, become a mechanic, become a mechanic, do supply, engineering, uh, bosun's mate, which is kind of your line handlers that you have on ships. I initially wanted to be a fireman. Uh, the Navy, everybody's a fireman. Um, and they had this thing called mastered arms. Well, that, that is our equivalent to military police and security forces. And in this community, it is so robust. It's very um, different than your normal law enforcement uh, role. That is a big portion of what we do. But to your, to your point, we do anti-terrorism operations, critical infrastructure protection, uh, securing a port or a pier uh, to base installation protection. So within our force, uh, and even here in Gulfport, we still have those mission sets that we are responsible to carry out. Here in Gulfport, we are also integrated with a civilian workforce. So inside of our department, it's about 60% civilian uh, uh, police officers and, and experts that we work with alongside of our uniform members. So it, it is awesome to have that here, not just in continental United States, but we have that experience um, overseas as well. We're having a conversation with Lieutenant uh, Mark Shlom, who is uh, at the Naval Construction Battalion Center, CB Base, here in Gulfport. He's the security director. And, and as, as, as I always find, I mean, they, there are so many interesting, dynamic people who have been all over the world who can remind us that it is a diverse place we live in. It is, you know, the Southern hospitality is also very nice. We live in a very small world, but they bring such wonderful perspective to coastal Mississippi when they get here. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation in the final segment. We'll see you after this. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We're having a you know fun conversation. Really, always, always um, 
I say fun, but it's really very disclosing to to get a sense of the kind of people who come to the CB base, the Naval Construction Battalion Center in Gulfport. In this case, it's Lieutenant Mark Schlum, who is head of security uh, in Gulfport. And uh, and it's interesting to hear, uh, Mark, that you have 60% of your staff is actually civilian. So you, there's a mixing and mingling of civilian and military staff that are involved in the security situation there at the CB base. Um, but, you know, you heard me mention at the, be- at the beginning that there's this terrific relationship between the city of Gulfport and the CB base. And in this particular case, um, the current ed- uh, head of administration for the city of Gulfport is Leonard Papania. And Leonard was the uh, uh, chief of police for the city of Gulfport. And he could not have been more complimentary of the quality of the people who have chosen to retire and stay here and go to work for the city. Uh, you actually had an opportunity to do that yourself, didn't you? Yes, sir. Yeah. So when, when I was in uh, Seal Beach, California, I I, I was going to get out of the Navy. So we, I looked at an opportunity to uh, do a military civilian transition program, uh, go temporarily assigned for six months to get uh, accredited and what's called post-certified, which is in law enforcement. In law enforcement, it's uh, police officers and standards and training, which is a national accreditation at the local academy, which was regional um, and still is in, in California. Successfully completed that, but decided to uh, stay Navy after this. And what I found in that academy, because it was so good, was to take the training experience that I learned from our local counterparts um, at the national level and at the DOD level as well. We are learning to uh, integrate those standards and training into our our practices as well. So I decided to stay Navy, and if I can go 30, I'll go 30 years. (laughs) Wow, good for you, man. That's, that's, That's awesome. But what it gives you is the opportunity for, for others who may be under your wing and thinking about getting out, or maybe they've chosen to to retire here, you can you can give them some guidance to say, you know, these are some good career paths for you, and here's here's how you might do that, and there's a great opportunity out there. You know, I was uh, interested in reading uh, a piece that was written by the Navy Public Affairs there about the uh, command access and readiness training program or, or assessment that you guys did, the CART, y'all call it the CART. Back sure. in, uh, I think the February March timeframe, but that you know that this whole notion around readiness, uh, I'm amazed actually. We probably there probably are some cl- close calls along the way all over the world we never know about, but you never hear you know. I, thank God you never hear about you know difficult situations becoming uh, too big a challenges for the bases around the world, and that's because you guys are prepared for anything, aren't you? We, we are prepared as much as we can be, and we continue to develop and get better every step of the way. So what's, uh, what's, so, what's so significant about that CART assessment that you guys do? So kind of relating to our national standards, it's all about accreditation. So VICE going through a checklist line item and saying this for that, we are looking at an operational readiness and effectiveness. So from my perspective and my, and my focus is to man uh, our personnel to be fully trained and qualified and to effectively execute a mission in whatever uh, we're presented. That could be national natural disasters or it can be critical infrastructure protection or critical incident responses. That command assessment and readiness and training is a snapshot in time that gives us an, an idea of where we are at where we were headed and where our areas are uh, to improve. Two weeks before the event, we uh, we worked with Gulfport PD and some other local agencies um, in, a, in an annual exercise that uh, really stressed uh, that 
that operational readiness and communication and how our teams are going to work together. Uh, jurisdictionally, you know, it, it, uh, it varies between state, federal, local, um, but just knowing how uh, what to expect from the um, our local partners is very, very important for our team. How we talk to each other, how we respond together, and who's going to take responsibility in different incidences. So with the command uh, assessment, readiness and training is a higher level review, um, and we favored very well um, uh, recently. Well, it is um, it is important, I know, to, to go through that certification to make sure everybody's on the same page. How do you, from a, from a date, when you're not involved in a, a detailed assessment about that, how do you stay in sort of a ready mode without without having it be so peaked that people get worn out? I mean, how do you make sure that you're not dropping your guard when the sort of, I, I say ho-hum, but you know, you know what I mean, the, the routine of the day begins to take hold. And, you know, and as I've talked to many people who are at the CB base, it's known actually for having, you, you pointed that out, that the pace there is, is not too pushy. It's not too, you know, rah, 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 I got to do something all the time. There's a, there's a pace to it that people like. How do you find that, that, that sweet spot there from a security point of view? Yeah, I'll call it plan, do, and review. We continuously have to evaluate. Um, we have to assess where we currently are. Our personnel are phenomenal. And, uh, they have they come to our department with a wealth of experience and then our junior personnel are learning from those experienced personnel as well so i'll say take care of the people which we we, we are very good at doing this from my perspective um, and then continuously find ways to innovate um, look for other opportunities to uh, train and then um, continue a battle rhythm of of uh, meeting requirements and having a healthy uh, process in order to do so so yeah, taking care of the people is very important and um, really stressing what the importance of the mission is and getting the understood, understanding of why uh, we are doing what we're doing. And really, that's to serve the community and protect our personnel. Well, thank you for your leadership and thank you for um, for serving our country. I hope your, your wife and kids are enjoying it here in coastal Mississippi. And uh, keep up the good work. It's been a pleasure to, to, to get to know you and I uh, hope to speak, speak to you again soon. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the opportunity today. Have a great day. You, you bet. This has been uh, Lieutenant Mark Schlum, head of security at CB Base. Uh, I've really enjoyed that conversation. Have a, have a great day, and we will see you on Monday. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.